the biggest problems when someone wants to lose weight is urges or cravings. When we want to change something in our lives, our body wants to resist to it. Welcome to the Mind Over Body podcast. This is your host and certified hypnotherapist, B. Thank you for joining me today. So this week we are back and we are going to be talking about something very, very important for your weight loss goals, which is cravings and urges. I know that many of you experience urges at night, maybe in the middle of the day to eat out of your specific diet or maybe even create a cheat day out of nowhere. So this week, we are going to talk about how to deal with these urges and cravings so that you have a better management over them. And instead of them controlling you, you have a control over them. This is going to be in a very simple way by using a super simple tool called surfing the urge. When we think about urges or cravings, the first thing that comes into our mind is that Probably someone who smokes a lot has cravings or probably who drinks a lot of alcohol has cravings. But in reality, anyone who wants to change his or her behavior may experience cravings. The psychotherapist who is a pioneer in this area, Ellen Marlett, he came up with this idea of surfing the urge. He describes urges in a super simple way. And he basically says that urges are simple impulse to engage in old habits. It's very, very simple, right? It's an urge to engage in the old habits that you've been repeating for a long time. This points us out that urges can be about anything. It can be about eating something. It can be about drinking something. It can be about picking your skin. It can be about biting your nails. It can be about anything when you want to change your behavior, especially a repetitive behavior that you've been practicing for a long time in your life. So it's just a form of resistance that your mind creates because our mind likes to repeat the things that we have been doing for a long time instead of establishing new patterns of behaviors. So in this episode, we're especially and particularly going to talk about managing cravings and urges with food and maybe even a glass of wine or some alcohol because I know many people out there are using a glass of wine or beer to deal with their emotions. When we think about ourselves, especially if you're just trying to lose weight and your craving is eating a piece of chocolate at night or snacking on a bag of chips you probably think that there is no addiction involved or there is no craving involved in that way. So we tend to think that we are not addicted to food, but in reality, we constantly find ourselves craving or wanting to eat certain types of foods when we are up against a trigger, like an emotional trigger in our lives. Ellen Marlett came with this tool to help with his clients who were dealing with alcoholism or who had certain drug addictions. This is type of a mindfulness 
tool. He found that this can be very, very helpful for them to manage their cravings instead of giving in to their cravings. Anyone can really use this tool. You can adapt this to your daily life. You can use this to deal with your urges when it comes to food, when it comes to drinking, when it comes to anger, when it comes to dealing with your emotions. I'm going to explain you how this surfing the urge works in a few moments. But before that, I want to give you more information about how this surfing the urge can possibly work. So surfing the urge is established on pretty basic and simple tools. Urge comes from the brain's attempt to satisfy a dopamine rush that brain decided that it's really, really good for it. Although in reality, you know that it has no value and actually it's something bad for you. So think of this as your brain's attempt to satisfy the dopamine urge to get that satisfaction. One of the biggest problems when someone wants to lose weight is urges or cravings. Because just like I mentioned a few moments before, when we want to change something in our lives, our body wants to resist to it. If you are an overweight person, your body got used to certain eating behaviors, certain workout behaviors, or certain drinking or stress release behaviors that have been very toxic for you. That's why you're experiencing urges or cravings because you are trying to change these toxic behaviors. And your body is simply trying to remind you that that's not what it's used to. It's not gonna let you slip away and start practicing new things that easily. I think this is really, really important point to know. Because when you know about this, then you can be prepared when you experience urges and cravings. Now you can have a control over your urges and cravings instead of them controlling you. When this actually happens, when you feel the urge, you don't give in to it and you actually know what to do and you start changing the behavior in a way that you want to change it rather than continuously repeating the same actions over and over again and constantly being overweight. So as I work with different, different clients, as I listen to my friends and family, I started realizing a pattern as to when cravings happen most often. I realize that many people have these cravings usually after work or when they finish work and they come home from work or when they put their kids to sleep. They take this as a cue of relaxation for them. They usually describe this as I had a moment for myself so I took a glass of wine or after I was done with everything I opened bag of cookies and I started eating from them and I was just relaxing in front of the TV. So this really makes me think that food is a way of relaxation for them. I agree that you need to be relaxing every day. I agree that you need to have your own moment. You need to take your time for yourself and maybe relax your stress and anxieties and tensions. But I disagree that food is a way of doing this. If we look into the ingredients of food, we clearly see that food has no ingredients at all that can possibly make you relaxed or calm. But it's basically a deep association that you have in your subconscious mind that food is something relaxing, food is something comforting. If we can change that association, if we can change that belief system, that's when we can really help you start losing weight because now 
you have a healthy way of relaxing yourself. You have a healthy way of dealing with your emotions rather than going to food every single time. So one of the goals here is to find and replace that toxic behavior with something that's actually functional and something beneficial for you. So let's get into surfing the urge. I like to start with telling you about what not to do rather than what to do. You can at least see what you've been doing wrong this whole time. When you feel an urge, when you feel a craving, don't focus on the craving. I know this one sounds like it's easier said than done, but most of the times what we do is we constantly feed the craving with energy. We either resist to it, we either try to act like it doesn't exist, we try to put it in the background, or we try to talk ourselves in a positive way, giving ourselves affirmations like it's not happening, or it's going to go away, or I have control. But even if you talk positively with yourself during the onset of craving or urge, you're still feeding the craving because you're putting your attention, you're putting your focus on the craving. So one thing that's really important to remember is that whatever we put our attention, our focus, that thing grows. And whatever we don't put our attention or focus, that thing gets smaller and smaller. So think about a time when you wanted to get a piece of a cake and you ended up eating the whole cake because that cake was talking to you, was it wanted you to eat the whole thing. Or think of another time when you wanted to get a piece of chocolate But instead, you ended up eating the whole bar of chocolate because you couldn't resist to yourself. This becomes like a toxic circle. You want to trust in yourself and you want to get that bite. And after you get the bite, you start feeling the urge building up and you start talking yourself down. You start judging yourself. You start being disappointed in yourself. And this truly feeds into the craving. And the craving gets stronger and stronger and it makes you feel like if you don't eat that bite, you're going to die or something bad is going to happen and you end up giving in and eating the whole thing. So number one thing to remember is that do not resist the craving. When you feel it, don't feed it any negative or positive energy. Remember, whatever we focus on, that thing gets bigger and bigger. This actually applies in everywhere in our life. If you focus on the fear, the fear gets bigger. If you focus on anxiety, the anxiety gets bigger. If you focus on the positive energy, positive gets bigger. And remember, the more you resist to the craving, the stronger it becomes. And it comes to a point that you feel like you cannot resist it anymore. That's the whole point of the craving, right? It wants you to get back to your old behavior so that you can keep being the same person that you were. So if you give in to craving, that means craving did a great job as to keeping you where you were. So you repeat the same behaviors over and over again. So here's the solution. I suggest that instead of resisting the urge or craving, you learn how to serve the craving. Think of it just like waves. Urges are like waves and they start building up. So first, they're very small, tiny feeling. And it grows up and up and up and it escalates and it comes to a point that makes you feel like if you don't fulfill that urge, something bad is going to happen. But guess what? Just like waves, it dies down 
And they actually found that the longest urges or cravings usually last about 20 to 30 minutes. And it's very, very unlikely that you're going to experience an urge that lasts about one hour. So most probably you will feel that urge for about 20 to 30 minutes and then it's just going to die down and disappear. Just like the waves, it's going to start building up and up and then it's going to come to a point where it just crashes and disappears and you're going to forget about it. Just like how we forget many things in life. Think about a surfer. If the surfer didn't know the wave was going to crash, do you think the surfer would even try to surf on a wave? No, that would be so scary. That would be really for anyone to try to surf on a wave that may not even crash. So trust this knowledge. Just like how surfers know that the wave is going to crash eventually, just trust that urge and the craving is going to crash eventually. Your job is to observe the craving without intervening, without judging, without touching, without changing anything that happens naturally. And again, remember, whatever you focus your energy on, that thing is going to get bigger and bigger. And whatever you don't focus your energy on, that thing is going to get smaller and smaller. Every time you surf your craving, surfing the craving is just going to get stronger and stronger. And it's going to come to a point that that's your new norm. That's a new way of you dealing with your body's reminders. And think of urges as waves. Really imagine... Maybe think of yourself like a surfer who is surfing the wave. Use your imagination and get yourself into that mood. And just truly trust this knowledge that urges are like waves. So they're going to build up, but they're going to die down. And be the surfer in the mind. As the first step, when you feel the urge or craving building up, when you become cognizant of this, take a step back. Find a comfortable place to sit or maybe a quiet room or somewhere you can really listen to yourself, like somewhere that you know that is quiet, that you can naturally feel comfortable. And after you get there, just really take a few breaths, get in touch with your body, get in touch with yourself, come to that moment because usually we are thinking about the future or in the past. So simply bring yourself to the present time. And after you're in the present time, start shifting your attention to the craving and urge. How does it feel? When you have that urge or craving, how do you know that is the urge or the craving? Does it feel like something in the body? Does it make you feel frustrated? Does it make you feel worried? Does it make you feel disappointed? Start finding that feeling that you feel inside of yourself when you're going through the urge or craving. So really maybe zooming into this and really understanding how do you know when you have an urge or a craving. And following that, focus on that even more and try to identify the parts of your body that feels the surf or urge. Sometimes when we are going through these uncomfortable feelings, We feel that our stomach is rumbling or we are clenching our fist. Our eyebrows are really clenching. Facial muscles are very tight. So where do you feel this in your body? Can you identify it? And after you identify it, really focus one part at a time. Maybe focus on that clenching fist. How does that feel? Does it feel like itching? 
Does it feel numb or maybe tingly? And as you pay attention to this, realize what that craving and urge means for the body. So just observing the craving, just allowing it to be naturally passing, going through without any judgment, without any intervention, and just allowing the urge to be just the way it is without judging yourself, without making any comments to yourself, just allowing it to be. I can't stress this judgment part enough because when you judge, you start feeding into the craving. That's why it's really, really important that you don't judge yourself because in the past, the reason why you couldn't resist your craving was because you were judging yourself, you were giving yourself affirmations, You were telling yourself not to feel this or it's going to pass. So you were intervening with the process. When you're surfing the urge, the whole thing is about observing the natural sequence and events. So you don't really make any comments. You feel it in your body. You observe it. And following this step, pay attention to your breathing. Again, without intervening, without changing the natural rhythm of your breathing, Just pay attention to how you breathe. Are you breathing fast or slow? Are you breathing from your diaphragm or from your chest? How quickly do you inhale or how slowly do you exhale? Just pay attention to these small things and start alternating between your breathing and the part, that specific part of your body that is experiencing the craving. So take turns. And as you imagine being the wave or being in the wave like a surfer, get in touch with this metaphor, like the wave and imagining yourself as a wave, maybe building up and crashing down and alternating between your breathing and that specific part of your body that feels the craving. Remember, according to research, you only have to feel this for about 20 to 30 minutes which is very short amount of time. And as soon as you sit and observe the craving, it's just going to pass away and it's going to get weaker and weaker. And as you repeat surfing the urge, you're going to realize that you have less and less cravings and you're going to realize that they're less plus their intensity is so much less than the very first time when you experienced this. And after you're done with surfing the urge, give yourself a big thank you. It's not easy what you did. It's not easy to take a step back or even simply recognize the urge. Many people just dismiss themselves, ignore their emotions. So they end up giving into craving because they don't even have time for themselves. So you did great. You took a step back. You learned what to do. You educated yourself and you gained control over your craving and urge, therefore your emotions. So give yourself a big thank you for that. You deserved it. Your body deserved it. And you are doing a great job in terms of losing your weight. Thank 
thank you so much for listening. I think we accomplished a lot of important steps until now. And next week, there's going to be a guided journey for you to listen so that you can really get in touch with these images in your mind and you can start shifting your self-image in your subconscious mind. If you like to listen to that recording, make sure that you have your headphones. You can listen to that in a quiet place where you know you can feel very comfortable. You can find the resources for this episode in the episode notes. And if you have any questions or any feedback, if you like to ask me anything about hypnosis, weight loss, or anything at all, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to email me at begum at b-hypnotize.com or go visit www.mindoverbodypodcast.com.